This is HPR episode 2183 entitled Data Privacy. Farland for Burst. It is hosted by Bill NFMZ1 Miller and is about 15 minutes long. The summary is conversation in response to comments about my last episode called. This episode of HPR is brought to you by anhonesthost.com. Get 15% discount on all shared hosting with the offer code HPR15. That's HPR15. Better web hosting that's honest and fair at anhonesthost.com. Hey everyone, how you doing? Let me adjust the mic here. Welcome to my second podcast. This is going to be called Data Mining, Farlands or Bust. And it really is in a just a rebuttal in uh, response to the comments I got from my first podcast called Google It. Um, we had some people stating that uh, the fact that Google was not a success story because of, the, of everything that they offered for free was really not free. They're stealing information from us, data from us, things like that, yada, yada, yada. I don't wear that tin hat so strong. I think the data that they mine is fine. It's like the data that Amazon mines is fine with me. I use their products. They give me a service for it. You know, if I go buy a tablet, which I just did, I bought a tablet, an HD8. They offered me covers for it or cases, you know, tempered glass. So I'm good with that. You know, that's the kind of mining that they do. They mine figured out, hey, if they buy this kind of cell phone, they buy these kind of cases, or they buy these kinds of chargers, you know, let's offer it when they come back. You know, they know I buy basketball shoes for my daughter, so every time I go on there now, since we just bought a bunch of basketball shoes, they're offering me basketball shoes every time. Now, is it timely? No, because obviously I, I've already bought the shoes. But overall, um, it, it's a it's a fair trade. I think that the stuff that they mine is nowhere near worth anything that they're doing. I mean, they may get some information out of us as to what we buy and purchase, but the information cannot be really used against us. They're not really stealing anything that we don't tell everybody already. Um, some of the examples I'll give you is that I went onto the uh, Wikipedia page and looked up data mining when it started, things like that, You know, when realistically it got going. People seem to think that it's all about the technical data mining now, but it's been going on since the 1700s that people have been taking data and mining it. So it's not a new thing. It's just new ways of doing it. You know, Google's doing it one way. Eventually down the road here, Google will be gone and somebody else will take their place in mining data another way. You know, we all do it business-wise. Even I do. I started out building, you know, personal computers and repairing them here in New Jersey. Well, actually, I did it in California. And when I moved here to New Jersey, that's when things started to change. And people here weren't buying computers. I mean, weren't building them. They were just going to, you know, Walmart or Best Buy or Circuit City and buying them. They didn't, weren't interested in someone building them a system. They weren't interested in calling someone out to repair them. They just figured, well, I've had it for a couple of years. I'll just get rid of them and buy me a new one. So with that kind of information, I learned that I had to adapt of how I was doing things. I went from building custom machines in California to setting up machines here for elderly people who didn't really understand computers all that much. You know, they were just, they were baffled by it. It was kind of like my parents and the, uh, 
the uh, VCR. I had really that's what my customers became were those kind of people. I'm not a guy that does servers and things like that. I was the you know the local guy that that worked on your systems. So I took PCs and I started putting things on them that uh, would work. Now I do more Chromebook style stuff and more Linux stuff now than I do anything else. I try to keep people away from Windows only because if I have them on Windows every week, I'm getting a phone call to come fix their computers. So with Linux, it's not so bad. There's a lot of good, you know, distros out there. Cov Linux is one. Peppermint OS I love. Mint OS is another. Um, For elderly people, I really use the Cov Linux deal because uh, it really just runs like uh, Chrome OS and keeps them out of trouble. But anyway, I digress. Uh, Yeah, a conversation came up with um, Joe Heck, who I think is smarter than I'll ever be. I'm like Yogi Bear looking for my next picnic basket when it comes to, you know, trying to battle what's with him. But he seems to think that it's a fact that... uh, you know, Google is uh, stealing information, so that's nothing is free. I, I claim that a lot of the products that we get are free, and they say it comes at a cost for your freedoms. I don't agree. The things that we get out of it far outweigh the things that they take from it, so they get some information. You know, what are they going to get out of it? What are they going to use it against us? I mean, what are they hearing? Are they going to find out possibly in my search engine that I'm looking at midget circus porn? Oh, well, who's going to use that against you? You know, who are they going to let know? Are they going to post it up online? Um, I'm more worried about the after effects of information we have. Like, it's not the Googles that I'm worried about. It's the people who steal the information than what they do with it. Like, um, I had my PSN account, my PlayStation Network account, hacked years ago. And they got my credit card. And they rang up a bunch of stuff on it, including a you know, couple hundred dollars on World of Warcraft stuff. You know, But my bank took care of it right away. Um, we shut it down. I changed out the credit card on the... Uh, PSN and I got smarter. I learned that I don't put my credit card on the PSN. I put a, you know, a rechargeable one on there. And I keep just a bare minimum on of 10 bucks or something that keeps it going or 20 bucks to keep the uh, gold series going on. I don't have to worry about it no more. But that part of the privacy is what scares me more than the actual Google taking it because it's never Google who uses my information against me. It's individuals who steal that information and then use it against me. Um, there's a website called have I been pwned that you can look up if your emails have been, you know, hijacked off of a, you know, hack sites or whatever. I've got a few up there. I've just got one for war Inc. I think it is, or war rock. I forget what it is, but, uh, probably 10 years old. They've figured out a way to hack the database and they got that information out there, which I don't know if they got all full passwords, but they definitely got salted passwords out of the deal. But, there's a few of them. I got it for MySpace, uh, some type of hosting I was on. It got me up there. But you can put your email address in and check it out there. And so I've learned to change my habits. And those people scare me more than companies, that, the more so than companies like Google. As for getting my information, realistically, we have given our information away for decades. I can tell you personally, it started, you know, as soon as I got out of high school, I applied for credit cards. I mean, what's the first thing you do when you apply for credit cards? You give everybody your information. I've bought cars. You have to give them almost everything, including your blood type, to get a car loan, you know. So uh, I have a mortgage. All that information's out there. I'm an amateur radio operator. My call sign's out there. It gives you my address and everything else, you know. So... If you're looking for information, you can get it from me. You don't even have to really check that hard. And a lot of us are that way. If you own a business or an LLC, you're, you're, you, know, you show up online. You can't hide that information. Um, you've been giving you know, your information away to governments for years when it comes to your taxes. 
Um, we used to do phones. You know, we talk about, oh, they're, they're bugging our phones or they're getting information on our phones. Well, I, I distinctly remember, you know, before cell phones, when it came to landlines, that we'd get our cell phone, I mean, our phone bills, and we'd go through them. We'd make sure that there were no erroneous phone calls in there, you know, stuff we were getting charged for. And what did we do? We didn't shred it. I didn't have a shredder in my house back then. We just dumped it into the trash. So anybody could get our information. It's all on the old bills. And anytime you paid a bill, it was pretty much that way. We didn't shred anything. I mean, for years before shredders became a thing you could go buy in a uh, department store, you just threw the stuff in the trash. All your bills you paid, your gas bill, your water bill, all the stubs on that were there. When you went into, uh, you know, to open up a bank account, you had to give all that information up. You used to write checks. You know, checks is a major one. How many of us wrote checks and everything on about you is on the check? Your phone number, your address, you know. You've got pretty much everything on that check right away and your, and your signature. So they could open up accounts knowing your information there. Uh, anytime you got employed, you give up information. You know, God knows how much information you give up when you're employed. They want everything as well. Nowadays, being employed, you can't even have a Facebook life because if you say something about work on it, it could come back to haunt you. That's why I don't say anything about where I work and what I do on Facebook or anything like that. I keep that separate. Another thing is uh, renting. You know, here's the, the main one I had problems with, you know, when it comes to us giving away our privacy is that, you know, before I was a homeowner, I was a renter. Well, in the 90s, I want to say probably mid-90s sometime, people started running credit checks to for you to rent an apartment. Well, the people that they had running these um, properties were not, you know, professional property management people, most of them. Most of them were some schmuck that they gave, you know, a discount on their rent to collect the information for them, to run the credit checks, things like that. So you were giving your information to just some schmuck that was running this property, not a professional, you know. It was just somebody they hired uh, to, to run your credit info, and you just gave it away freely. Did you ever get it back? What happens if you were declined? What if they said, no, I'm sorry, you, you know, we gave the apartment to somebody else? We never went back and got our uh, our um, applications back. I never did. So, I mean, the thing about um, our privacy is uh, is kind of a misnomer that we are, you know, being inundated now more so than we ever were. It's just different things that they're looking for. We have given away everything and the cow since day one. And all that plays into it. I mean, if you go back and look, and realistically, do this for me. Go back and make a list of everything you filled out and signed up for online and, you know, card you've gotten at stores, the customer, you know, VIP cards you've done, every time you've applied for a, a giveaway. Uh, you know, when you walk up, you give your name, address, and phone number. All right. A little bit of entertainment in between. I'm going to leave that in just because that's my ringtone on my phone. I guess I should have turned it down before I started. But anyway, um, where was I? So, yeah, go back and make a list. You know, look at what you've given away on your own versus what someone has taken from you. And look at what could possibly go wrong with everything you've given away versus the uh, the fact that you um, that you have Google spying on you. Uh, you'll learn that uh, real quick that you've probably done more damage than Google ever could when it comes to keeping you private. I, I know it is with me. I just go back and I did the list thing myself. I went back and said, well, what have I filled out lately? Let's go back 10 years and let's fill it out. And sure enough, I went, wow, Google has nothing on what I have done. They really haven't. So anyway, that that's pretty much it with me. Um, like I said, I, I, 
I'm one of those guys that you probably people hate. They call me, you know, probably an idiot for doing it. But I'm one of those ones that does not worry about my online privacy very much. I change my passwords now more so than I ever did. I don't sign up for websites erroneously like I used to. I'm pretty straightforward as to where I get my products from. You know, I shop Amazon. I shop Google. I shop, uh, you know, I, I do, you know, I use a password manager. I use separate emails for anything I do like that. You know, credit cards online are now like a uh, rechargeable credit cards. You try and do as much as you can to keep yourself safe, but it's going to come down to you. And it's never going to be Google that steals your information or uses your information. It's going to be someone who stole it from a company, you know, eventually, and then using it against you. Uh, The PSN was one. I just had three friends here just here within the last two weeks. They got hacked. Their debit cards got hacked going to local stores, you know, and finding out that people are running up hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of stuff on their credit cards and emptying their bank accounts on stuff from Nordstrom's to everything up all the way up to New York City. So, you know, I've anytime that something like that happens, it usually starts with somebody local, not someone like a, a company like Google or Yahoo or things like that. You know, people hack into companies like Target and those are the people who are going to do the most damage to you. It's not going to be necessarily Google. Do they need to work on their security? But yes. Um, all companies need to work on the security and we're way behind the eight ball when it comes to security. They need to protect us more when it comes to that security, keeping our data safe. I don't care if they collect the data. I just want them to keep it safe. Do I agree that they all need to work on that? Yes. That is the main thing. Get it safe. You can take whatever you want. You can get all the information. You want to find out I like wearing tutus and watching My Little Pony at night? Hey, more power to you. You know, I just don't want to find it up on Facebook later on. So that's it. So anyway, what's your opinion of it? I know I've rambled on on this one here a little bit, but uh, hopefully it's uh, it's fun to listen to and I get some more feedback. I want to thank everybody for the feedback that they gave me on my last episode, especially guys like Joe Heck, uh, Door to Door Geek, Steve McLaughlin. You guys are definitely um, inspiration to me and uh, I definitely cherish the uh, the feedback you give me, good and bad. It's, uh, it's always very uh, constructive either way. And uh, I appreciate the comments you do. I mean, the compliments you give me as well. Uh, if you can get out there, check all these guys' uh, podcasts out there as well. Podnuts.com. Joe is on, uh, you can find him on Google uh, Google Plus through the Podnuts community. He has his own podcasting as well. It's the SBC VPN show, I believe. Um, very smart, very cerebral. Way above my pay grade. I listen to him and I get that whole deer in the headlights look when I listen to him. But I do get stuff out of it, and I do get stuff out of his posting, and I do catch the little things. I go, oh, oh, that's what he meant by that. So very, you know, if you're going to listen to people, listen to people that are smarter than you. They just make it better for you. And those two guys are doing jobs that are that are uh, making me smarter in the end. Um, not very much, obviously, but it does it does come in. And also everybody else, too. There's guys, you know, Mark Cockrell out there at uh, com. You can find out. The Linux guys over Jupiter, uh, Skooky Sprite, another guy. He's insane. I love the man to death, a good friend of mine on Steam. And uh, he's crazy as hell. But when it comes to Linux gaming, there's nobody else I trust more. So get out there and listen to those people. You know, I don't, Get out and listen to me if you want. I ramble. Those guys will give you good information. They will keep you on the straight and narrow. And, and then there are people I look up to. So get out there and support them the best you can. And uh, I hope to hear back from you as well. You can contact me at techwarriors at gmail.com. Techwarriors with a Z on the end. I don't know if I said that wrong or not. 
but you can contact me there. I take all comments. Um, I listen to them. I listen to the fact that you guys didn't like the echo, so I took the echo off this time. I kind of agree with you. After I listened to it, I didn't like the sound of it as well. But thank you, and you guys have a good day. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website, or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.